Today's transformational truth is, with God, your painful time will not be wasted time. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hey everybody, welcome back to Transformational Truths. Today's Transformational Truth is, with God, your painful time will not be wasted time. I want to talk to you for a few minutes today about reframing your pain. The reality is, is that for many of us, especially leaders and leaders in ministry, this has been one of the most painful seasons that we can probably remember. Uh, I mean, the last 18 months have been unpredictable and challenging and difficult on so many levels, relationally and with our health and with our finances and with our careers. And I think this is a great time to have this conversation because pain is inescapable, right? Everybody goes through painful seasons in life. What makes this one kind of unique is that we're all, we all seem to be going through it at the same time. We all seem to be navigating the same storm. Now, the storm might be the same, but the truth of the matter is, is that while we all go through the same storm, we don't all go through it in the same boat. But no matter how hard we try to insulate ourselves from pain, it always has a way of finding us. And listen, I'm not necessarily talking about the pain of, of grieving the loss of a loved one or physical pain. Those are very real types of pain, and God is very present in that kind of pain as well. But I want to talk to you today about the pain that comes in the form of disappointment, the pain that comes in the form of loss and betrayal and, and hurtful words and, and maybe even past relationships. Because one of the most difficult things about these painful seasons is the feeling of senselessness that comes with it, right? Because it feels like you're losing something. You're losing time in your life. You're losing emotional energy. You're losing a piece of your heart. And that might be the most uh, challenging aspect of going through a painful season. It's just navigating the health of your own heart, emotionally speaking. But one of the biggest mistakes I think that we can make is living our lives to avoid pain. I think it's a horrible mistake. And I think it's very tempting to begin to rearrange our life to simply avoid pain because all we end up really doing is isolating ourselves from life-giving relationships. And we never end up taking the steps of faith that we need to fulfill our God-given destiny. We end up separating ourselves from the very people that God wants to use to bring healing and hope into our lives. And so rather than waste all of our time avoiding pain, here's what I think. I think our energy would be much better spent altering our perception of pain because pain is not all created equal, right? So rather than, rather than trying to insulate our lives to avoid pain and, and keeping people at a, at a distance, not that you need to let everybody in, not everybody. I don't think that's wise either. I think, you, you know, you've got to build relationships with people you trust and you've got to let those people in because if we don't, we're going to alienate relationships. We're going to alienate people. Our lives will not be as rich as God has ordained them to be. And we've got to understand, listen, all pain really is not created equal. In fact, 
Some of the most important truths we can discover about pain is that the way we perceive pain will determine what we're able to take from pain. Listen, I'm, I'm just of the persuasion that God redeems all things. Okay, I, I'm not s sitting here telling you that I think God causes all things, that God causes all painful circumstances. I, I don't believe that. But I do believe that God redeems all of it. And the way I perceive pain, the way I frame it, will ultimately determine, I think, what I'm able to take away from it. Right? Because there's, there's pain in our life that signals something is wrong. Okay, you, 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 know, you have a pain in your ankle after you, you tripped and fell. Maybe, maybe it's fractured. That pain is there to tell you, hey, something's wrong. This needs attention. Okay, but there's another kind of pain. And there's a pain that actually indicates something good is happening. Not all pain indicates something is wrong. Some pain actually is, a, is an incredible indicator that something incredible is happening. For example, a pregnant woman anticipates pain. Okay, she knows it's coming. She knows that something is coming after the pain that's going to make all the pain worth it. I was reading this morning in my devotion time in John chapter 16, the Passion Translation. Jesus actually uses the analogy of labor pains. But then he says, after you've given birth, what comes after the birth actually causes you to forget all of the pain. And I really believe that somebody needs to hear that today. You need to hear that the pain that you're going through is not necessarily the pain that means your world is falling apart or that something's wrong. But listen to me carefully. I really believe that because God works everything out for our good, we can stand on that promise and believe that pain can indicate something good is happening. Okay. As a matter of fact, for the pregnant woman, it will be so worth it that the joy of the results eclipse the pain that it took to get them. Let me say that again. Listen to me, leader. God is such a good God that I have confidence in telling you this. What you're going through that will be so worth it, what you're going to give birth to in your family, in your ministry, in your calling, in your purpose, is going to be so worth it that the joy of the results is going to eclipse the pain that it took to get them. <laughs> I think the key, what I've discovered for myself, is the key is deciding before the pain arrives if I'm going to be a person of destiny or of desolation. All right? Does everything happen to me or does everything happen for me? That's a question we have to be able to answer because really what we're talking about is a mindset. We're talking about a perspective. We're talking about choosing to stand on the Word of God regardless of where or how you're leading, and just believe in it that according to Scripture, God redeems everything. That's not to say that bad things don't happen to us, because it does. And that's not to say that we shouldn't mourn those things. That, that, that's not to say we shouldn't take time and sit with our emotions and navigate our grief and navigate our pain. But we have to make a decision ahead of time, what kind of person am I going to be? Am I going to be a person of destiny or desolation? Does everything happen to me, or does everything happen for me? Because if we, if we decide to adopt a mentality that everything happens to me, then we're going to quickly fall prey to a victim's mindset, okay? And that victim's mindset is going to keep us in this vicious cycle of repeating, quite frankly, that same pain over and over and over again. It won't take much to knock us off of our course. Uh, eventually, it will not take much for us to quit. And oftentimes what we do when we go through pain is we're tempted to quit on something. But here's the truth. Quitting does not... We often choose to quit because we think it gives us a sense of control. Quitting makes us think we're in control. 
But when we quit because of pain, it doesn't prove we're in control. It proves that our pain is in control of us. And here's what I tell people all of the time. Listen, you can change careers. You can change cities. Uh, you can change friendships. You can change, some people even change marriages. Uh, some people change churches. But you will take you with you wherever you go. Okay, because quitting does not equal healing. Quitting does not equal healing. All quitting does, if we quit to heal, we won't heal. We'll just take our pain with us. And then what we'll end up doing is taking out our pain on new people. Okay. But if we decide by faith that nothing happens to me, it happens for me then not only do you break the cycle of pain, but you redeem the pain that you're going through now, and suddenly it becomes a catalyst for destiny. Right? Romans 8.28, Paul, one of the first apostles in the early church, said it this way, We know that in all things, okay, underline that in your Bible, all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. Right? If you were brought up in church, you know that verse. It was like one of the first memory verses you learned. And the beauty of that verse is that it's the Word of God, and it is absolutely true. Okay. D did you know that the Bible says that the guy that wrote that, Paul, the Apostle Paul, he had been betrayed, uh, he had been slandered, he had been abandoned by people he loved. Uh, the Bible says he was falsely accused. And there were even multiple attempts to literally take Paul's life. In fact, one time, the scripture says that he had literally been stoned by an angry mob, dragged out of the city, and stoned to death, or so they thought he was dead. And they left him there, but Paul got back up and he walked back in the city. Now, now this is the same guy who wrote that God works all things for the good of those who love him. Paul had been through a lot of pain, but Paul made the decision to say, look, I decide that according to the will of God, the word of God, and his faithfulness, nothing happens to me. It happens for me. In Genesis uh, 15, verse 20, guys, Joseph said it this way. He said, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result. Here's what I want to tell you. It's hard when you're walking through the pain to envision the result. Why? Because pain blurs vision. Okay. Pain blurs vision. This is where faith kicks in. By faith, I have to believe that one day, standing on the other side of the situation, I'll be able to say that what the enemy intended for evil against me, God redeemed it for good to bring about a present result, a good result, a prosperous result, a result that enables and empowers me to step into my God-given purpose, my God-given calling, my God-given destiny, that empowers me to make a God-given impact. Okay, because in essence, here's what Joseph is saying. Joseph says, look, I choose to believe that nothing happens to me. I choose to believe that it all happens for me. I get it. Listen, that's easy to say, you know, it's harder to do. I agree with you. I've been there. I haven't always gotten this right out of the gate. I have not always gotten this right out of the gate. I've had my own share of pity parties at times, but, but years ago, I was introduced to this concept that nothing happens to me, it actually happens for me. And when I began to renew my mind with that reality, here's what I can tell you. When I go through difficult times, it is easier to come to that conclusion. As the years go on, as I walk through different storms, as I walk through different valleys in life, in ministry, in family, I am so much quicker 
to rebound from the difficult moments because I have chosen to believe in advance that God is somehow going to work this out for me. Okay, God will redeem the pain leader that you're going through. And I, I don't know who really needs to hear this today, but I really felt like I need to tell you. With God, your painful time will not be wasted time. God will not waste this season. Hey, leaders, trying to lead through 18 months of unpredictability, COVID, financial instability, trying to lead through the disappointment, pastors and leaders of, of losing what were rising leaders prior to COVID suddenly fall off the map. I know your pain. I know your pain. I know how hard that is. I know how difficult that is. So many good pastors are mourning the loss of, of good people, people that you care about. But listen to me. To borrow the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 and verse 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed in us. All of this, this setback is a setup for a comeback. So here's three things that I think we can do that can help us lead through this season of pain. Number one, hey leader, you need to identify your pain. Identify your pain. You need to talk through what you're feeling with someone you trust. This is so important. I coach and teach leaders this principle, maybe one of the most important principles all the time. When I'm sitting down with a leader who's going through something, who have you invited into your pain? Okay, it needs to be somebody you trust. This is vital, here's why. Because pain that is buried today will produce a harvest of bitterness tomorrow. Unfortunately, as a pastor, I see this more frequently than I care to. I see people who are incredibly gifted, people in whom God has buried phenomenal purpose and potential, but they never dealt with pain, and that buried pain produced a harvest of resentment and bitterness, and it's, it's making it very hard for them to trust or open up or invite somebody in today. Listen, identify your pain and talk through it with somebody that you trust. Number two, you have to reframe your pain. You've got to adopt the mindset, right, that nothing happens to me, it happens for me. Now, listen to me carefully. I am not diminishing the reality of different forms of pain that we endure through life. I'm not diminishing uh, anybody's loss. I'm not diminishing the fact that anybody went through a very difficult season in their relationships. Um, I'm not diminishing the fact that some, some of us have endured different forms of abuse. I'm not diminishing any of that. On the contrary, I think we have to identify that as a source of pain in our life, and we have to process that. We have to heal through that. But at some point in our life, we have to make up our mind that even though what we went through was unfair, it should not have happened. Um, the people that hurt us should have known better. The people that hurt you should have known better. But I have to choose to believe that according to the Word of God, that God is somehow going to work all of this out for my good. Okay. As a matter of fact, you, you might want to confess these things every morning when you wake up even throughout your day, until it becomes a part of who you are. All things work out for my good. Nothing happens to me. I'm a child of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Um, so you know what? God's going to work this out for me. I've got to reframe my pain because I, the, the only other thing I can do is adopt a victim's mindset. 
which means I'm going to I'm going to step into every situation in my life, my relationships, my career, my calling, my ministry, always assuming that everyone's out to get me and that everything happens to me and I'm always going to keep people at a distance and I'm not going to have real relationships. Everything's going to be very surface level in my life. Listen, that's not how Jesus created you to live. You are called to live an abundant life. Number three, remember. Remember. Remember that the way you perceive your season of pain will determine what you take away from that season of pain. Oh, I think the only thing that might be worse than going through a really painful season is not learning anything from that painful season. The only thing that can make that season, I think, more miserable is not growing from it, not learning from it, not taking something from it, something new we learned about the goodness of God or something we learned about ourselves or something we learned about relationships or leadership. Identify, reframe, and remember. Listen, let's recap today's transformational truth. With God, your painful time will not be wasted time. Listen, if this podcast was a blessing to you, I want to invite you to go over to Apple iTunes, uh, rate the show, write me a review. Uh, I want to help restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Thank you.